BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. That is the reaction of a confident team that's used to being in the NCAA tournament. Selection Sunday and time to sound off. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. I think that's the way you want your team to react because it means you've had success and you're not surprised at all to be in the NCAA tournament. Maybe a few more cheers for Milwaukee. Yeah, I would have liked to stand up a little bit, say, hey, Hilton North, here we come. Man, because that was crazy down south in Kansas City. Northeast, right? Hilton Northeast, here we come. Uh, Your chance to sound off, 515-282-9010. The Cyclones celebrate a third Big 12 tourney title in four years and prepare for Milwaukee. Iowa State plays Nevada Thursday night. What do you think of Iowa State's path? Sound off right now. 515-282-9010. 515-282-9010. Hmm? This is just a fun day. Selection Sunday, one of the best sports days of the year. If you're a Cyclone fan, soak it up. Hot team, Big 12 tourney champs, and you just made some Iowa history. First men's team invited to six straight NCAA tournaments. This is the golden era of Iowa State basketball. It's never been better for a sustained period of time than right now. Enjoy. There's no takeover to match Cyclone fans in Kansas City, but Milwaukee should provide a test. This city is known for beer. Cyclone fans like beer. That party should only grow all weekend as long as Iowa State beats Nevada. Check that. Nevada, the Nevada Wolfpack. Nevada has the Cubs and was a town before Nevada was a state. Anyway, if Iowa State beats Nevada and likely Purdue and Kansas does what it should, can you imagine an ISU-KU rematch in Kansas City? The city might need new laws. As for the Hawkeyes, they went to Washington, D.C. and dropped a turd in the punch bowl. With so much on the line, a head-scratching effort that took out the drama of Selection Sunday. Still, in this case, NIT should not stand for not interested tournament, at least for Iowa fans. Iowa started three, sometimes four freshmen. NIT was a reasonable goal to start the season. A number one seed shows Iowa did well, except in D.C. What was that? And Drake fans, the NCAA-bound Bulldogs haven't lost since before Christmas. That means my kids are already ignoring presents we spent too much money on since the dogs lost a basketball game. 
crazy, crazy run they have been on. Keith, last week I railed on the Big Ten for continually moving its conference tournament around and praised the Big 12 for keeping theirs in Kansas City. This past week only strengthened my argument. Crowds at the Big 12 were great. Big Ten duds. There's a reason they call it Hilton South. Check out this picture. The Power and Light District was flooded with Cardinal and Gold. Thousands and thousands of fans packed like sardines for pregame pep rallies. You don't find this at any other tournament. And what a treat the Cyclones gave all those fans. Third Big 12 title in the last four years, pretty impressive. Iowa State controlled the entire tournament. Outside of a slow start against West Virginia, the Cyclones never really had much of a scare. As a reporter, I love seeing the emotion from guys like Naz Mitru Long, fifth year senior that's seen it all. Fans care because the players care. This tournament meant so much to the senior class and they delivered. I think all those critics who had doubts about Steve Prohm are starting to fade away. Prohm continues to impress and someday dad will get to tell young Cass all about his second birthday. And what would Kansas City be without some barbecue? I hit two prime spots in KC, Gates and Joe's fall off the bone ribs, pounds of pork, brisket that melts in your mouth. I can see why Michael Admire makes a trip home about once a month, not to see his family, to stock up on that barbecue. You know, John, uh, we couldn't help but notice that you had maybe a little bit too much fun along with all the work in Kansas City, and that's why Admire and I are headed to Milwaukee, and you'll stay right here to make sure that uh, Des Moines As okay. you mentioned, the city known for beer. Yes, uh, I, that's a coincidence, I'm sure. Uh, let's get it out to Dodger Denny in Fort Dodge. Iowa State basketball on his mind. Uh, Dodger Denny, the Cyclones have won 9 out of 10, peaking at the right time, feeling confident. What do you think? Absolutely right. They're peaking at the right time. I tell you what, I really have a lot of love for those boys. They just keep on playing. And um, it was funny that the coach of the other team got upset after we got knocked down to the floor. And I heard on the sports there that they, the, the coach didn't want to talk to the lady that interviewed. He got upset, slammed his board on the table. So I'm proud. They, they're great. They'll be ready to go by Thursday. Go Cyclones. Thanks, guys. You got to thank you. Yeah, Huggy's going to do what Huggy wants oh, to do. Yeah. But this is Iowa State's worst matchup in the Big 12. The Cyclones had lost two games by double digits. John, you were there when they turned the tables on West Virginia and Bob Huggins. Yeah, let's, man, they just they played great this second half against West Virginia. Got the ball to the hole a lot. That's what you need to do against the Mountaineers. They want to get physical with you. You need to take it to them. And then watch this. Here we go. Let's be quiet right now. Oh, oh, oh. Man, that's one of the best dunks I've ever seen live. That place was bonkers after this. Look how he just like recocks it in midair. Any idea if the guy on defense here has given up basketball? Uh, no word yet, but we're checking with West Virginia. Okay, yeah, uh, we should know that. that uh, Don is in Rathman Lake, and Don is uh, switching us over to the Drake Bulldogs. Uh, Drake Bulldogs have won 22 games in a row, all 21 in the Valley. Beat a really tough Northern Iowa team today. Don, what did you think? Exactly. I had Iowa State men last night. Then I had uh, Drake today. I said, oh, my, I've never seen such a good game. What a turnabout for women's basketball. This is the, 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 
Well, I love Don. I love it's your enthusiasm, exciting. man. That's what I like to hear. Get excited. Get passionate. It's March Madness. Uh, Becky is in Bondurant. Also, with the Cyclones uh, on her mind. Becky, how confident are you that the Cyclones are going to eventually end up back in Kansas City? Well, I'd like to see that, and I think they have a really good chance this year because last year it seemed like it, it always went through George Niang, where this year it's kind of like it could be one of four players, you never who you know know who's going to go off on one game. So it's, I think it's good for us. Yeah, they, they got it, a lot of weapons this year. It took a while to figure out how to get by without George Niang. I mean, yeah. he was All-America for a reason, but they figured it out. They have an identity now, and it, it works really well, and it's it's tough to defend. One of the things they've Play finally defense. been waiting for, uh, Daryl Bowie showing up in the middle. Man, he scored 13 against Oklahoma State. He had 10 points in the first half against West Virginia, and he's doing exactly what his role is supposed to be. Get rebounds, play tough in the middle, and just be there for those alley-oop dunks. I mean, he's going to get a lot of those opportunities when teams press Iowa State, so that's all he has to do. And these, this senior group of guards is leading the way, and like, like the caller said, anybody on this team can score. And keep in mind, Bowie was the player suspended yeah. um, for disciplinary reasons in the middle of the season, just a short suspension, but uh, Steve Prohm will do that. He's a big-picture thinker. Time for lookalikes with a local connection. Now, Brent Stemsrud, or Stemsrud, says Iowa guard Jordan Bohannon looks like a young John Cusack, the movie star. Uh, is it a match? Mm. Not mm. a match. Kyle McVeigh says the Peter Jock bobblehead handed out on senior day <laughs> actually looks like former NFL star Keyshawn Johnson. Is this a match? Mm. Rough day for lookalikes. Keep trying. Hey guys, all right, let me expose something that is sure to be controversial here. The participation trophy. Tell me, how could something 37 years old be such a modern topic for sports talk? Stay tuned, here comes What's Bugging Me. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Matt writes, for all those who wanted to bang on Prome, ISU is blessed to have him. Not Fred popular, but deserves the credit for all he has done. Iowa Hawk guy writes, one seed in NIT for youngest team in college basketball when expectations were to just get better and not worry about wins losses is damn good. Well, I, I appreciate Andy. Uh, participating in, in tonight's show. I'd, I'd like to give him a participation trophy, but will he accept it? Guys, it's been three months now and this YouTube clip of Louisville women's basketball coach Jeff Waltz railing on today's youth is still circulating through social media. If you haven't yet watched his rant, you don't need to. You've already heard it. He becomes the 700th person to call out the participation trophy and uses it to argue a much larger point that this current generation of kids is lazy and spoiled and entitled. They become used to getting participation trophies just for showing up and thus have no desire to put in the hard work that it takes to become a real champion or heck, even an upstanding member of today's society. Well, all right, folks. This whole argument may have begun with some legitimate points, but it has now completely jumped the tracks into hypocrisyville. First off, 
You're full of crap, coach. You got participation trophies when you were a kid. I know that because you and I are the same age. We both grew up in the suburban Midwest and I got mine. In fact, here's one of them. <laughs> now, I didn't do anything special to earn it. In fact, probably deserves to go to my parents since they're the ones who had to drive me all over Metro St. Louis to play those games. But I got it and obviously I saved it. But at no point did I ever think of it as an actual award. No one did and they still don't. It's a bauble for a kid and kids like baubles. Heck, adults like them. Even for doing stuff that we're just supposed to do. They don't ruin us. The larger point is that this generation may have a new letter to its name, but it's not hearing anything new. I mean, the next time that parents think their kids have it tougher than they did will be the first time. Welcome to America, folks. Things get easier, faster, safer. But just because I can eat fast food and my great-great-grandfather had to go out and shoot a deer doesn't make me lazy or entitled. Your argument should be aimed at parents, Coach. We parents are the ones who give all this stuff to our kids. More stuff than we got, way more than our grandparents got. You want to stop the cycle? Start at home. Let your kid be the only one without a smartphone. Let your kid be the one without the bicycle helmet. Want them to learn about effort and consequences? Well, there you go. We do have real problems with keeping kids engaged and driven and fit today. But pretending that this is something all new is wrong. And blaming something as innocuous as a plastic trophy says that you're not really serious about fixing those problems. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Biggest trophy Andy ever won. <laughs> uh, the Hawks walk off after another one-and-done flameout at the Big Ten Tournament, but it wasn't all bad in D.C. We'll show you Michael Admire's photo album and take more live calls to a 290-10 next on Sound Off. Like us on Facebook, please. We're not. Sound Off Nation. Uh, John writes, this is the best ISU team since you stationed. I know Hoiberg and had better overall seasons, but he never had a team going into the NCAA tournament playing this well. Nathan writes, the best time of the year is about to start. March Madness leading into opening day of Major League Baseball, followed by the Masters, then the NFL Draft. The next 45 days is the best in the sports world. I like the way... Nathan thinks. Uh, who's in your five? Michael Admire spent three days in Washington, D.C. covering the Big Ten tournament. It was a tournament. quick trip. It was a quick trip. Here are his five favorite photo moments. Number five, iClub Social. Not the black and gold takeover we're used to seeing. We understand why, but there was hardly anyone there and uh, just kind of surprising. Number four, Lincoln Memorial. This never disappoints. That's just so cool. It is. Number three, Chinatown Chicken. One block from the arena. What? Not the typical pre-game grub. Uh, number two, photographer Trent Reichs and his non-stop selfies. He just took a selfie with everything in D.C. The guy loved D.C. I had to, I had to talk him into coming home. Yeah. And number one, 
Admire wore red, white, and blue in front of the White House. It was so patriotic. Look that at that picture. Nobody called him out uh, for wearing a cyclone tie. They understood it was red, white, and blue. You have to wear red, white, and blue when you're at the White yes, House. Yes, and you know, props to everyone for for understanding what that was. All right, let's get it back to uh, Damien in Carroll. Uh, hello, Damien. Yeah, my my name's uh, Dan Hammond. I'm from Carroll, Iowa, and I've been a Cyclone fan for. Uh, since 1975, when I'm my, uh, my brother was a mascot for Iowa State. So these are good times. Congratulations and appreciate you calling to share that with us. Craig is in Ames also with Cyclone basketball on his mind. Craig? Go ahead, Craig. Craig. Craig, final call. Craig. Oh. That's it for Craig. Oh, I got to cut him. Uh, Philip is in Urbandale. Hello, Philip. I have a question. You know Drake is the champion? Is you and I still going to make One more time, Philip. Drake is the tourney champion. I just wanted to know if you and I, women, still had a chance to make the dance. Chance, they, yes. They got a shot. Yeah, they do. Um, They're I on the bubble. Think, I don't think they will. I think, I think Iowa, the Hawkeye women are out. They're I think out. you and I is closer to being in. Um, I think I think you can make the argument, John, that the UNI women should be in because Drake is a mm -hmm. top 20 team. Yeah, has played a tough non-conference schedule. Went 21 and 0 in the Valley, counting the tournament. But the only team in the Valley really to give Drake a game was Northern Iowa. Yeah, and Jenny Baranchek, after this win today, was lobbying for UNI to get into the NCAA tournament. I think they're good enough to get in, but I think the Missouri Valley just kind of has that reputation of only one in the big dance. Now, had UNI won this game, they would have gotten two because I think Drake would have gotten in no matter what. I agree. Uh, the Valley student section showed a lot of spirit at state basketball, but upset some people. Is it an overreaction or underreaction? We've heard plenty of both. Face-off is up next. More live calls at 515-282-9010. You can email the show, soundoff at whotv.com. No more arguments about retiring Monte's number. He has led the greatest four-year run in Cyclone history. Retire it now, Jay. How great is Coach Prome? He comes in following Fred, and the man is getting the job done. The balance of his approach is perfect. His personality, this may be the kicker. Classy, humble, media-friendly, and supportive of his players. That's from Scott in Grimes. Time for face-off and a shout-out to the state title winners, Grandview Christian, Western Christian, Xavier, and Iowa City West. But we begin with the week's most debated moment, Valley students wearing red, white, and blue as the patriotic theme for the game against Des Moines North. Murph, I've seen Valley do themes for many games, including this patriotic theme for a football game against rival Dowling. Isn't this kind of looking for outrage? Many see it that way, John, but in the current political climate, if you're playing a racially diverse team with sons of immigrants and refugees, Valley should have known this would offend some. Yeah, I certainly see North side, but many question why being patriotic or chanting USA is offensive. Well, it's all context of intent. If you're at a USA versus Russia hockey game and you chant USA, it's clear which side you're on. If you're at a basketball game and both teams represent the USA, it's not quite as partisan, is it? 
Valley student leaders hand delivered a message to North that they meant absolutely no offense and apologized if anyone took it the wrong way. And that was real leadership. Yeah. Uh, Morgan Wheat is one of the best Valley basketball players ever. Led two Tiger teams to state, set records, and Wheat was disappointed in his alma mater, offended even. Morgan is now a North assistant. Is there a chance he could have taken it the wrong way? Yes, there, there's no way, John, to look into the heart of every student who wore red, white, and blue and know his or her intent. I think most just saw it as a fun theme night. I guess a few enjoyed the undertones, but bottom line, adults should have known how this looks to some. Wear the school colors, you can still have themes. Yeah, and the fact Valley students wore red, white, and blue for Valley Dowling helps me think it's all just a big misunderstanding. It, it left an impression on me for how divided we truly are. I had a Facebook page full of, if you don't think Valley kids knew exactly what they were doing, get your head out of the sand. And is this where we are now? Kids can't show their love of country? As with many things, truth is likely somewhere between. Yep. Over under, overrated, Bob Cousy Award. No Monte <laughs> Morris is one of the nation's five best point guards. That's absurd. Underrated, un underrated, underrated. Monte Morris, he should be on that stupid list. Uh, Steve Prome left no doubt about that. Uh, man, he, that's his pet. Hold on. Boy, it makes this job look harder than it is. One minute. That's a different tiny ref, isn't it? I think it is. Did the old ref get fired or did he, is he gone? I don't know. Did he swear last week? I don't remember. I'll have to go back oh, he and might have, yeah, check. Yeah. Uh, Craig is in Ames. Hi, Craig. Good night. Yeah, Craig, go ahead. Hey, I'd just like to shout out to uh, the Cyclone basketball team. Monte Morris should have the Koozie Award. Uh, Dante Burton, Matt Thomas, um, Matt Me Too Long, or the greatest. Uh, I hope they continue on in uh, Wisconsin and then come back to Kansas City and hopefully play the Jayhawks and beat them. Congratulations Man, we all, to who, Cyclone who fans. Who wants that in Kansas City? Iowa State, Kansas in the Sweet 16. Stand, stand by, John. Oh. Cheezer oh, no. is back, and you know he's happy he's tonight. ready. Cheezer, this hey. is your moment. Hey, I, did you know Did you know? Did you know? guys know I walked down to Kansas City last night? There was like a game Friday night in Kansas City. I was there. I'll bet you had a blast. I had a blast. I met some chicks. I, I went down to the court last night. I gave Holly Roll a kiss. I got a picture taken with her. She, she thought I was a pretty good guy. Well, you are a good You're guy, a good guy. Holly Rowe knows a good guy when she sees one. Congratulations to you. That'll do it for us. We're back next week. We hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound-off send-off. The Cyclones celebrate another tourney title in Kansas City. We'll see you next week. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.